0: Hey y'all, this is Megan. Welcome to another bite-sized episode of Didn't I Just Feed You? As you might already know, we have one of these a month. Sometimes it's both of us, sometimes it's just one of us, and we pinky promise we'll eventually have some guests thrown in there too. Today, I'm taking on this mini solo because we're going to talk all about moving. Not only do I have an upcoming move, which I'm really excited about, but I've already moved across the country once and because this time it feels like a little bit more work. We have an extra dog and an extra vehicle. I took to our listeners group and asked y'all for your best advice on moving. And there was so much good stuff. I felt like it couldn't just live in the listeners group. We had to get a mini recorded so you could hear all the great advice that you all have. Plus, I've got a little bit of advice that I learned through trial and error the first time that we moved. Now, if you don't already know, we left the Atlanta area three years ago to move to Boise, Idaho. We talked a little bit about this in the recent episode about reflections at the end of 2020 and what we're anticipating for 2021. Basically, my husband and I made the decision that we really wanted to be closer to family. We missed Southern culture. And that also my husband wanted to have some more work opportunities. Even though we, we learned so much in the last three years, having sort of like a shifted family dynamic where my husband really has been the primary parent. He started a small business in the time that we've lived here in Boise. Um, I took on a lot more financial responsibilities just as far as my job and the podcast and freelance work. And we really want to find a different balance. And being closer to the metro Atlanta area will help my husband do that. Now, Spoiler, we did not end up buying a home in the Atlanta area. Even though we have a lot of friends and family there, we found a home that we are really just so excited about in Chattanooga, Tennessee. There's plenty of film work in Chattanooga, but also it's only about a 90-minute drive from Chattanooga to Atlanta. So my husband can go down there for work as he wants to. Um, He has family that we can stay with there. We can see our extended family on holidays without... Uh, plane travel. So that feels really exciting. Plus, I'm not going to lie, it is basically um, a dream house for both of us. And I'm getting a kitchen that I just absolutely love. It'll be the first time in our three homes that we've owned that I'll have a kitchen that I feel like doesn't need to be renovated. And that is actually all of the features that I want, all of the finishes I couldn't have. Like if I had picked them out, that's that's exactly what this kitchen is. So I'm really excited. So. In keeping with the ethos of didn't I just feed you, I'm not just going to be talking about m- big picture moving stuff. I think however you decide to move, whether you're moving across the country or you're moving within the same city or state to state, the choices that you make about how to move are very particular to your family, your budget. So I'm not going to give any any like real advice about like, These are the movers that you should use. These are the boxes that you should use because that's all really personal. I will share that we set a a budget for ourselves late last year of our savings that we knew that was going to be used for moving expenses. So all of our personal choices have been made based on that budget. And then we also made some choices, made some changes based on the house that we bought. When we moved to Boise, we actually hadn't purchased a home yet. So we were temporarily in an apartment and we used um, like a pod company that was not great, but it was really cheap. And so we had sort of like a bad experience doing it that way. And we're just really lucky that we found a home before we're moving, but because we also know what we will and won't need. So we're not gonna be carrying any furniture across the country that we don't need for our new house. But also we made the choice to use Moving Pods again, a different company this time, so that we could have better access to our home from our driveway in our new home. A moving truck is a little bit cheaper, especially if you can find one where they'll drop it off, let you load it, and then they just drive it out for you and you unload it at the new location. But we have sort of like a wonky driveway, and using the pods was a little bit more expensive, but it makes unloading easier when we get to our new home. The other thing that we're doing, and this actually came out of advice in the listeners group thread, is that we are shipping one of our vehicles. Specifically, my husband's pickup truck is being shipped from Boise to Chattanooga for us, ahead of us, and then we are flying my brother-in-law to Boise, and he's going to help us drive my husband's work truck and our van across the country. That means there's three adults between two vehicles so we can like take shifts. You know, one of us might might get tired of hanging out with the kids and the dog and need a break. And we'll be able to really easily give the adults a break. Our total road trip will take about five days. We've done the drive out when we moved to Boise and then we've also gone Boise to Atlanta back and forth for a family vacation at the end of 2019. So we have some experience, we know where we wanna stay, we've mapped out our stay, we're doing mostly hotels along the way, and we have some places that we wanna stop and eat, but mostly we'll be trying to get as much driving done in as few days as possible. So let's start in the kitchen. (laughs) with packing up your kitchen some of the best advice i've gotten and this was even when we moved before is you really do want to start packing your kitchen up sooner rather than later i get the desire the drive to keep your kitchen unpacked for as long as possible so that you can keep cooking The problem is you probably have more food in your pantry than you're actually going to take with you. And honestly, you probably have more crap in your kitchen than you really need. So we are like five weeks out from moving still and I'm already slowly starting to purge equipment, dishware, and I'm trying to use up things that are in our pantry now, but I'm also like trying to get rid of things that I know that we're not going to eat and I don't want to move with us. The other thing... That is really helpful to know, especially if you're moving across country and you're using a moving company, It is that you want to know, like when you make your agreement with them, even pods, not just moving companies, you'll want to know their rules for packing liquids. This is important for pantry things like olive oil and soy sauce and vinegars, but also you do not want to find out at the last minute that you can't put your box of your bar cabinet on your moving truck and be having to offload all your expensive liquor bottles at the last minute (laughs) ask me how i know the other thing i would say is like when you're packing make sure that you label your boxes well and label things that need to get unpacked first personally for me i will have two boxes of like my favorite cutting board My knives, my salt and oil, a couple of pans and cleaning supplies that will actually come with us when we drive across the country. They won't go in the pods. They'll go in my husband's work truck so that when we get to our new home, we know right away like we have basics to cook scrambled eggs for breakfast, but also we have like paper towels to clean up anything that gets broken while we're moving stuff in or putting things away to to clean bathrooms right when we get there. It just makes life a lot easier. One thing that I did on our first move, which I hope to do again, is buying a bunch of different colored masking tape to label boxes and bins and even furniture. Because when you have friends or movers helping you put stuff in your house, it can be hard to make sure that they like read the boxes. And it's really helpful if you say, You know all the um, boxes with pink tape on them go in the back bedroom then all the boxes and all the furniture with the piece of pink tape on it can go right into the back bedroom it'll make your life of unpacking much easier if the boxes are in the appropriate room and a whole stack of like five or six different colored masking tape rolls on amazon is pretty cheap it's about ten dollars and it'll save you so much time moving boxes from room to room So let's say everything is packed up and then it's like time to get on the road. This is also just like really great travel advice for the summer, especially as I think like a lot of us are going to try to do travel as things are opening back up and maybe we're not flying as much is to plan picnics along the way whenever you can. Maggie Martin shared that when they moved across country with their dog, that stopping at Cracker Barrel and doing their takeout picnics really sustained them. And I would echo the same thing. There's a lot of lost time if on your trip you have to go like off the highway into little towns, into little cities and find something to eat, whereas lots of rest stops have picnic tables, and there's usually an area for kids and dogs to run around. So if at one or two of your stops, you can load up on, se- on sort of like non-perishable snack items, maybe some hearty fruit and veg, and put that in a cooler, then you can stop for lunch almost anywhere that you can run around. A park, a picnic area, a rest stop, any of those. The other thing that saved us on all of our cross-country trips was was packing soft-sided lunch boxes in the van with us. We mostly use these for the kids and we use them the most often for hotel breakfast. We would like get a yogurt, pack a bagel, put a, a juice box or whatever, chocolate milk, put it in the soft-sided lunch box rather than taking more time to eat at the hotel and then pack everyone up. And then it could be an easy lap breakfast or lap lunch for our kids. And no shame, we also use it a lot for drive-through lunches on our road trips. And it just made eating for our little kids in the car so much easier and so much less messy. Now, this is probably my favorite advice and probably (laughs) the advice that I'm gonna leave you with, which I did not do, when we moved the first time, and I cannot believe I didn't think of it. But if you can, order meal kits and maybe some wine delivery to be delivered to your new house the week you move. I'm planning to use One Potato, which you know is owned by Catherine McCord of Wheelicious. They've been a sponsor before. Um, but I really like that they finally extended their shipping from the West Coast to include a lot of the Southeast and some of the East Coast. And so we're going to take advantage of that and just not have to worry about finding a lot of groceries or doing like a big grocery haul the first couple days that we're in our house. Dinners will be taken care of. I'm sure we can do snacky stuff for lunches and breakfast. Now, this is the thing I need your help with. What are your favorite places to order wine delivery uh, it's been years since i've tried one and i would love to hear from you in our listeners group any great wine experiences that you've had and who i should use to ship wine to our new house Speaking of that listeners group, you can find us on Facebook, where you can also join that private listeners community. The answer to the question is whiskey. Most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jamando. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well fed. Until next week.